Now, motherfucker, <laughs> Jimmy Ferrari. Epi- welcome to episode fifty-five of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace fucking podcast. In the building, sitting here in an undisclosed location, Bay Ridge, the Honeycomb Hideout. The honey. Why is it the Honeycomb Hideout? You never watched t- TV as a kid? The Honeycomb Hideout with the cereal. All the kids went to the clubhouse to eat the cereal. Yeah, but that's like the sugar bear. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's this is. Oh, this is what this is. That's what we. That's where we're at now. Yeah. All right. Who are you, I'm Tommy? Tommy fucking Rebel. What's up, my man? Oh, hanging in, Jimmy. Nice. Hang Jim, in. So I figure, you know what? I always do like people in bands, this, that, and the other thing. Like, you know what? Coming off the Paulie Nugent episode, I was like, you know what? We jogged. The, all right, you know what? See if fucking my man Tommy Rebel wants to shoot the shit. Talk a little bit of fucking graffiti if you want. Some fucking... Whatever you want, bro. Graffiti, hip-hop, Brooklyn. Nonsense. Nonsense. That's what we do here. Normal shit. Yeah. Exactly. See now, Tommy Rebel. Why Rebel? Why Rebel? When I was well, that was your graffiti name. Yeah, when I was a kid, my uncle had a boat called the Sloop Rebel. So uh, back in like the late 80s or mid to late 80s, we were out there at Catalina Island. So he gave me a jacket, you know, an honorary member of the ship. Uh-huh. So I had a patch and it said Sloop Rebel. I come back to Brooklyn in the summer of 87. My boy made a Pentel marker. A pen tell right. he made it. He he made it. He didn't make the marker. Right. But he took a white pen tell right. and shoved red pilot ink in it. Now right. you know pen tell markers. You can't take I them do. Off. You see now the listeners, this is like some graffiti shit. So yes. if you live in the fucking sticks, you might not know whether you know not might not might not be hip. So now usually with a marker you take the top off and gut it and pour the ink in and change it. Right. With a pen tell you had to get a paper clip and push the little thing down and then pour the red ink and kind of like force it in there. Right. Because so, the pentel has the ball in it. The, well, the pentel has the ball in it to mix the ink, but basically right. you can't you can't unscrew nothing. Right. So he comes out with the skate. We were all skateboarders. He came out with a fucking hot pink pentel marker. We were like, the fuck, you got a pink marker? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I want to go take tags in the neighborhood. I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't have a tag. <laughs> yeah. Because Caves lived on our block. Right. So we would see those Shout guys. out to Caves, Lords of Brooklyn. So we would see those guys tagging. And Reckless Eric, all these guys, TBR guys. Yeah. So we're sitting on the corner. We're tossing names around. And uh, after like 45 minutes of like, fuck this, he just points at my jacket. And he's like, rebel. And pokes me in the chest and it was born. And that was it. That's the day it started. You know what's fucked up? I remember way back in the day, because when I, I lived in, Can- I grew up in Canarsie for several years and I moved around a lot. But before I even met you, knew who you were, I've, se- I've seen Rebel Up. 
So for a while, you had like a little run going. Yeah, I had a, not for, well, you, had a, you had a good run. I had a good little run. These big fucking blockbusters and throwies yeah. up there all over the place. I would, well, yeah, we had a good run. We definitely had a good run. I wasn't all city by any means, but I had a lot of good spots. Yeah. I was mainly trucks, trains, and things that moved. Yeah. We, I got we, you. Did, we did walls too, but walls were cool, but it was always about things that move, trains and trucks. Well, yeah, it's mobile advertising. Exactly, See, 100%. Yeah. See, what's different with graffiti now, I feel, is that when we used to go to a rooftop, we used to do the whole fucking thing end to end. Right. We, we would paint our names as big as we could go. Right. Now these kids go up and they do fucking garbage on the rooftops. Yeah. And I work for the TA and I ride the I ride the lines. Yeah. And every time I'm riding the lines, I look at what these kids do and I'm just like, this is fucking garbage. With yeah. the exception of like a handful of people, mm-hmm. the whole line is garbage. Well, there's I mean, there's there's still some old school all city riders that are still oh, out yeah. there doing shit. Yeah, there's dude, tons of them. Dude, I still see JA fucking J- tags. The fir- the How fir- old is JA? Let me tell you about JA. JA is the type of guy. That you've seen since you were a buckaroo. Yeah. And he was always up. Always. J.A. is the type of guy, he'll bomb with these guys, these guys will fall off. He'll bomb with these guys, these guys will fall off. He'll bomb with these guys, these guys will fall He's like the Energizer Bunny of Graffiti. Dude, he's in his 50s. So the craziest thing was when I met him, I, you know you never want to meet your heroes. Right. I met him at a gallery, an art gallery that had nothing to do with graffiti. Right. And my buddy met him first. So when I met him, I was like, yeah, my name is Tommy. How are you? Nice to meet you. Love you. Love what you do. Right. I never introduced myself as a writer. Right. Because when you, when you meet a guy like J.A., you're not a writer. He's right. the writer. He's the writer. You know what I mean? It's his fault. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but his father was was some sort of, like, involved in movies. He was like a director, director or something. Yeah, director. And he had something to do with Rocky Five. Yes, in Philadelphia. Because if you watch Rocky Five, there's a scene where fucking... Sylvester Sloan is like underneath the fucking train L and, and wrecked. And and everything's up, but the only fucking graffiti you see it's in the yeah. background is one big huge JA tag yep. with the circle around it. Yep. It's like, hmm, and wasn't he in like the Karate Kid 3? Yep. He was in it. 100%. JA was the 100%. redheaded kid yep. in Karate Kid 3, the bully. I think I forget what party, but I know he's in it. Yeah. So I meet this guy and I'm. I'm That's a, so fucking funny. A lot of people have no yeah. idea, but. So I'm a standard citizen. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm neighborhood Joe. Right. And that's the king of graffiti. It's sick, right? So when my buddy's talking to him, he's like, yo, I don't want to fan out. But yo, you mind writing on something? Right. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. He's a good character. <laughs> uh-huh. So we walk over to the other side of the room, and I had a Sharpie in my pocket. So I, I go to hand. He's like, bro, no paparazzi. No paparazzi. <laughs> I'm like, Jay, it's a marker. That's all it is. It's only yeah. a marker. So he takes a tag on my friend's thing. And my friend's like, bro, you know who that is? And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh god so, so my my buddy's like oh that's rebel he's like bro rebel he's like bro i love your trucks bro and he gives me this big hug and i'm like i'm nobody and this is ja yeah ja knows who i am this is not happening yeah. right now yeah like, it was just, isn't that bugged out like people so don't get weird. that yeah so i'm talking to him for like a couple of minutes and i tell him i'm like look when you stop graffiti's over forever <laughs> he, he looks at me with like this crazy smirk. He goes into his jacket, pulls out a bottle of Jack Daniels and takes a swig and says, I'm never gonna stop. And, and how long ago was that? Over 10 years, over 10 years. Yeah, and I remember shit, I mean, in the early, early, I mean, late 80s, early 90, early, early, I mean, 1991, JA was everywhere. fucking everywhere. J-A, X-T-C, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And I'll be driving somewhere or on a train somewhere and I'll see fresh, brand new J.A. shit. Yeah. 
Like, this guy just does not stop. And he's yeah. got to be in his 50s. Yeah, I'm 42. He's definitely me too. older than me. Yeah, 100%. It's fucking crazy. You ever have all kinds of fucking graffiti? He's the Frank White of fucking graffiti. Straight Frank up. White of graffiti. Straight King up. of New York. Yeah, exactly what he is. Sick. Who's who's up more than J.A.? Cope is up a lot. Not as much as J.A., though. Cope is up heavy. But Cope does pieces, too. Yeah. Cope is a fucking graffiti machine, yeah. brother. Yeah. When I, yo, another one. I'll give you a funny time when I met Cope. I'm I never in, met either of them. I'm in this train. I just know all about this shit. I'm in a train yard on 38th Street. We called it the Brooklyn Scrap Yard. Okay. Where the trains used to go and lay up before they were cut up or whatever the fuck they did. And we used to be racking them. Uh-huh. Racking them. So one day, I'm in there, and I see this dude. I'm like, oh, it's got to be Cope. I think I met him prior to this. So he comes in the yard. I forget who he's with. He might have been with Ivory. This was years ago, like 95, 96, 97. Okay. So I'm in the yard, and that was my house. Wait, like, 96 was, like, the very, very, very last of the bombed trains, no? No, the last of the bombed trains was 89, and the clean train movement started. Yeah, but like '96 was like when it was a wrap. Like, but if you if you threw something up on a train, by the time it came that back, that was '89. That was '89. Was it? Yeah, man. That okay. Was May 12th, 1989. They declared the war on graffiti. Won. That's really? when, That's when if you pulled out a train and it had graffiti, you couldn't pull that fucking train out. You had to radio it and had to clean it immediately. Really? Before that, they pulled get in the train. If it was written on, fuck it, we're taking it out. They didn't give a shit. Right. But they tried to clean it, clean it, clean it. Yeah. But then you got you had guys like the Risk crew who would come around, and they would destroy the fucking clean trains. Yeah. Reese, Ghost, Ven, all these guys would yeah. murder it. Yeah. And they started a new movement called the Clean Train Movement. Fucking crazy. That was 89, though. Fuck. So anyway, I'm in the yard. Sorry. And I see, <laughs> no, no, no. And I see this guy come in, and I'm like, it's got to be Cope, man. And I, I'm pretty sure I met him prior. So he comes in and he's like, yo, bro, you're like the king of this fucking yard. Because my name was on every fucking train, every surface. You were a degenerate vandal. Dude, I, would, I, work, <laughs> I worked across the street at Costco, so I would watch them pull the trains in. Right. So I would call my boys, like, yo, the trains, they're coming in. It's 526. I'm out of here at 7. Grab my paint from my house and meet me at the yard. I would go to work, go right across the street to the train yard, and fucking paint all night. We would go with markers. Like, you take a regular marker and you write on the insides, write a homemade marker. You get yeah. maybe 20 fresh, drippy tags. Yeah. We had to do fucking 30 cars. So we're yeah. like, yo, the marker's not cut. We had to, had to make several of them. Yeah. So then I got the idea, like, yo, this is not holding enough ink. And all the old school guys in the neighborhood, they used to put the eraser tip into the actual ink bottle, but it was messy. Right. I don't like messy. All right. So I said, you know what? I went to fucking Dwayne Reed and I racked a fucking 28 ounce bottle of suave shampoo. Oh, shit. I duct taped the shampoo bottle with <laughs> duct tape and electrical tape, poured the guts of the shampoo out, and I poured Flowmaster Martian Garvey all the way to the fucking top of the goddamn bottle. 28 ounces of ink. <laughs> I, take, I take my screw gun, I put a tiny screw, and I put a screw through the fucking the head. Right. So when I put the eraser tip in, I put the pin through and I bent the pin. Gotcha. So the eraser wouldn't come out. Gotcha. And we used to stuff the eraser so the ink wouldn't leak out of the sides. Jimmy, imagine taking a bottle of shampoo to a fucking train <laughs> and squeezing it, yeah. and the train and your tags would run from the panel all, all the way, way down, down to the fucking seats. Yeah, that's the that <laughs> we would we would be in those trains with so much ink, we would get so fucking high. Yeah, 
You know when you see the little pop? Yeah. When you lose an oxygen to your brain? Yeah, of course. So we we would be hitting so many fucking tags on the insides that we'd have to go outside and lay on the ground and get fresh air. Yeah, because you're fucking right? huffing all that shit. And then get up and then do outsides and then do blockbuster pieces. And then we were done with that, we'd go back and do insides. Fuck. So when Cope rolled up to the yard, there was no clean space. Right. There was zero. Yeah. So he would go over some stuff. Yeah, you couldn't help but not go over other people. And he's like, bro, you're like the king of this fucker. I said, Cope, I work across the street. He goes, bro, give me your number. Yeah. So we, we, we go in and we would just wreck cars. But I remember literally getting out of work in 95. And my buddy writes RC. He's an inside bomber. Okay. From the neighborhood. For some reason, he was, he was I met him right after. And I, we watched them pull the trains into the yard. We watched them pull trains. I'm like, bro, it's on. We had shit, shit colors like turquoise and blue. It doesn't. Who cares? And they were yellow trains. Yeah, and you were just only, a fucking being a vandal. And I remember at that time I was wearing a pair of brand new Chris Webber fucking Nikes uh -huh. that had a big air bubble in the back, and I was so worried about walking in the train yard with all the fucking debris. Oh god. So I'm fucking tiptoeing around like fucking Cinderella. You can't be tiptoeing around <laughs> the fucking train <laughs> station on the tracks in New York dude, City. Dude. We did back to back throw ups across every every train car in there. Everything. We didn't stop till the paint was out. Yeah. And then I, I, re, I remember we walked out. We were like, damn, we, we hit every single surface on those trains. Yeah. But you ever run into how, problems? How much graffiti beef? No, I never really ran into My thing was never beef. Yeah. I was never into that. Some kids think beef is a sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a full contact sport. Yeah. My thing is, if I want to paint something, yeah. why the fuck would I want you going over it? Right. And then I got to go over you. And then none of the work lasts. Right. But you always have jealous kids and shit like that. But you can't avoid it. Yeah. Because you could be on the tracks and you just you just fucking come across like just troublemaking asshole. Yeah. You know. But I mean, we never really had problems like that. Right. But again, you always had a couple of jealous kids that would slide would fucking cross you out and stuff like that. But it yeah. never got it never got to a level where it was unnecessary. Where it was there, yeah. Where yeah. it didn't get too deep. Where it was too crazy. Yeah. Because who wants to go out and fucking paint a train and have somebody fucking rag it? Right. And then you got to come back and you got to do what my boy both used to say, maintenance bombs. Right. If you had six spots and they would, the toys were coming and getting them, he'd have to go out and redo all... I'm like, you already did those spots three times. Yeah. And you're going again? Yeah. Like, this is like normal. Like, yeah. this is not normal. <laughs> like, you're spending all your time fixing these spots and they're going to come rag it. Yeah. Like, it's... it's it, after a while, if it takes you, you know... 20 minutes to hit a spot to do a blockbuster. Right. And these kids come and rally throw-ups through. It takes them 10 minutes. Yeah. Who's winning? True. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like we always avoided that type of shit. I hear you. Fucking crazy. We always avoided that type of shit. And, and you, well, basically what you do now, I mean, you basically draw for a living, no? Well, I'm a sign painter now. Yeah, well, I, I took all that stuff. It's just, it's just, it's just legal graffiti. No, I mean, I separate church and state, you know? Well. Like, you don't buy liquor on Sundays. Right. Some type of deal like that. Anybody I do sign why, why, why can't you buy liquor on Sundays? It's a religious thing, right? Yeah, some but didn't But didn't Jesus fucking turn water into wine? So well, isn't it did. kind of, well, you know... I don't know. That's, it, a good, that's a good question. Isn't it kind of hypocritical then? That's a good question. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to Rhode Island... Do as I say, not as I do? That kind I, of shit? Yeah, I went, the first time I went to Rhode Island... No, it was, it was, uh, no, it was Ohio. We were in Cincinnati. My boys went to buy beer. And there's no bodegas. There's no 7-Eleven. No, there's no such no, thing. So no they had to go to the bar to buy a six-pack. That's weird. I never heard of that shit. I was like, that's the weird There's places shit. in Jersey that actually do that. There's like, there's, 
I know in Middlesex County, like Old Bridge area, it is like, it would be like a liquor store, and then attached to the liquor store, like in the back, is a bar. And you could actually go in there and, 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 and you go to the bar area and you could buy six packs. Yeah, that's real strange. It's weird, right? Yeah, you, know, you, c- you come from New York and everything's at your fingertips 24 hours. Dude, there's only how many... Pla- I mean, I don't know about California and shit. There's got to be bodegas like in fucking Cali in certain areas. But like, what? New York... Different. Maybe Philly. There's like the you know yeah. there's there's the corner store. Corner stores. The twenty four yeah. hour bodegas. Yeah, same it's same thing. Corner stores. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine not having the twenty four hour corner store. Yeah, that's convenience. That's why if you move out of state, where are you gonna go? You Love lose it. all that convenience. The only other fucking place where I would live besides fucking New York is Philly. Yeah. That's it. Well, it's another another major city. Right. But I'm saying, could you leave a major city? No. I did Why? for a little while. Why can't you think about because that? Because I'm Brooklyn born and bred, and no, I, I'm not still. used to it. But when you go, so I've, I've traveled the whole country. I lived in Miami for almost a year. How was Miami? I hated it. Why did you hate it? Because, listen, was it fake? It was. Uh, it was just like a different way of living. It was a different way of living. I'm like, all right, I had a choice. I was switching jobs. And I was like, I had a choice to go from to either Vancouver, Seattle, or Miami. And my parents at the time were only 40 minutes away from Miami in Hallandale. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to Miami. Fuck all this shoveling snow. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, but of then Miami is cool to visit. But, but not after, cool to live. But after a while, bro, after like two months, like after like the summer, it's, it's just like, even though I hate the fucking cold, when you know that there's not going to be any cold, you kind of want a cold day. Yeah, yeah. Even though I hate it, it sounds weird, yeah. but I lasted a year down there, and then from there, I went to North Carolina, bro. Well, Bill that was lasted, in North Carolina for that, a while. That lasted eight months. It was a wrap. Wow. Little shit-kicking town, bro. <laughs> I had a nice fucking cool house, it was, but then like a half a mile up the road was like the next day. There was a house right next door, and then like a half a mile up the road, there was fucking trailer parks and white yeah. trash. Yeah. And there ain't nowhere close to fucking get anything. Yeah. You're driving 20 minutes to go to fucking, just to the supermarket. Well, look at this. Look at, you go over one bridge to Staten Island. Right. You gotta get in a car to go to the store. Right. You go over two bridges to Jersey, you need a car. You need one. You're not walking anywhere in Jersey. No, you're not. That's two bridges away. Right. Think about if you go further than that, what happens? Yeah, it's retarded. New York got everything at your fingertips. That's why you gotta stay here. Yeah. Even, uh, though, even though the fucking price of houses and the rent's through the roof. Oh, it's fucking retarded. Where the fuck are you gonna go? Exactly. Like Philly. That's it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Philly. And I'll tell you the truth. Like three years ago was the first time I ever went to Philly. Three years ago? Wow. That was it. It was the first time I ever went to Philly. I went to This Is Hardcore 2016, I think. Wow. And right from there, I just got a good vibe from it. Beautiful. And everybody so far that I've met from Philly have been fucking cool. Nice. And it's a city. It's not It's not like far from my daughter because my daughter is in central Jersey. Okay, yeah, you're, you're low, you're low. So it's, I mean, it's probably approximately the same distance from where I am right now to my daughter as it is from Philly to my daughter, maybe 15 minutes difference. That's nothing. So That's it nothing. doesn't really make a difference, Yeah. you know? And I don't know. I, I'm not sure, but I, but I was asking a couple of people. But the rent, I think, is getting it's, it's getting more. It's the same shit. Everything is it's getting gentrified. Shit. Look at San Francisco. Same shit as New York. I don't want to fucking go anywhere near San Francisco. But think about it, California. Nothing's cheap anymore. You can't be homeless in New York. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't. 
You could be homeless in New York. Yeah, but then you have absolutely nothing. Right. Who wants that? Yeah, you don't want to. Where are you going to take a shit? In the, the subway. This, this, <laughs> the whole planet is your turlet bowl. Yeah. That's not good. It's it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, I think there's more homeless now in New York than there ever was. Bro, it's crazy, bro. De Blasio doesn't do shit about it. No, he don't. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. De Blasio was supposed to be at my at where I worked the other day. The day that up. I did the, the podcast yeah. with Paulie Nugent. He didn't show up. He didn't show yeah, up. I know all about it. There's all kinds of police detail and watching yeah, the Bronx. Bronx is going crazy for the drive. Oh, oh, yeah. People are going nuts. <laughs> there's fucking cops on the corners blocking off the entire thing. But the fucking cops don't even like de Blasio. Remember that whole thing where yeah. they turn their back turn their on? Backs, yeah, 100%. They don't fucking like him. But that him. don't speak volumes about the people in your fucking society. Listen, all I know is that I saw the picture of fucking de Blasio. If we, the, nobody knows who we're talking about. It's the mayor of New York City. There was a picture of him eating a fucking slice of pizza with a fork and knife. If that doesn't spell jerk job, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck does. You don't come to New York and eat a slice of pizza with a fork and a knife. It's just sacrilege. It is, 100%. <laughs> it's 100%. bananas, bro. Nuts. Fucking crazy. But when the cops turn their back on the fucking mayor, you got a problem in your city that no one wants to talk about. Yeah. It's Mind funny. you, my, my whole family's cops, and I talk to all the cops at work, and they all say the same shit. Yeah. When it comes to crime, their fucking hands are tied now. Yeah. Their hands are tied. They don't, do, they, they don't do guys jumping the train like that anymore because the DA kicks the cases out. Oh, if I, so if I hop the turnstile, it's, it's, yeah, I'm yeah, good? Yeah, you walk away. It's crazy. I never got busted. 95% of the time, you'll just walk away. Yeah. You don't got a warrant, you're, you see you later. Yeah. Have a good day. It's fucking nuts. It's going back to no. I wouldn't say it's going back to the '80s, but no, it'll never be the '80s. No, that's crack era, bro. Yeah, you you got K two now. Took over crack. I don't even know what that is. What's K two? Synthetic marijuana. That's the synthetic shit, brother. Yeah, synthetic marijuana. Is that is that there's this shit that they that I actually smoked it like five years ago, and I was on another fucking planet, dude. What was this? I, it was like a bag of fake weed. Like that's, you bought, you buy that's it. it. You, you buy, buy it at the like, bodega. Yeah. That's the K2. Bro, I got a quick story, bro. This was before I fucking got my act together and shit. I was out on Staten Island. And I've, I've said this on the my Life and Times episodes. The Life and Times of Ferrari. Of, of me. But, like, I've done a lot of shit. Drugs and this and that. Let me tell you something. I've done a lot of ecstasy and fucking acid, mescaline. Smoked a bunch of fucking angel dust and shit. But... I smoked the fuck. It was like three times I smoked that K2 shit. And the first time, I was really fucking high, but then it fucking, it, it like went away after like 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And But dude, then there was another time I smoked, and I was on another fucking planet. I was, bro, I even said it. It was my, my uh, an old friend of mine's wife. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at her. And I, I, I knew that I knew her, but I didn't recognize her. I didn't know why I was there. I even told her, I swear to God, I thought I was gonna die. Wow. Like, dude, it was bad. It was fucking yeah. bad. So that, so I've actually indulged yeah. Myrtle, in that shit. Myrtle and Broadway and Bushwick yeah. is like the epicenter. Is it? You know like Bedford and North Seven is the epicenter for the hipster? Yes. Bedford and, and, and uh, Broadway? I mean, uh, Myrtle and Broadway yeah. is the epicenter for the fucking land of the walking dead. But there's her a lot of heroin shit going well, on. Oh, you got that too, but the yeah. K2, they're crazy. Dude, I, this, my, my buddy sent me a video of a guy on a fucking train station. Yeah. Wiling out, trying to fight people. 
right? Then he picks up the garbage can off the platform, throws it into the tracks, the train pulls in, the train can't do him go anywhere. Right. He's ripping the antennas and the fucking windshield wipers off the train, like... But yeah. that, he wasn't smoking dust? Dude, he was smoking K2, brother. Really? Yo, I got another one where a guy falls into the fucking tracks and just lays there and doesn't move. They pan the fucking camera, his man is sleeping on the fucking, on the, on the platform. The other guy, I don't even know, he's laying in the fucking track. People are screaming and yelling at him. He's just laying there, like, all doped out. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Yo, it's crazy. Whatever the fuck is in that is bad. You dude. think? Go smoke some trees or something. That's Yeah, no go fucking drink a beer, you yeah. fucking half a douchebag. But, yo, that shit is out of control. Harlem was crazy, too. One, two, fifth. Oh, dude. Crazy. I smoke about that, too. I was, I would fucking, in, like, 1992... I'd be the only fucking white boy for fucking yeah, miles. miles. I would take the fucking A train yeah. and get off, and I'd walk to 116th and Lennox and go cop fucking Crazy Eddie Crazy Angel Crazy Eddie. Buff Crazy Eddie. By myself. Like, yeah. in a burnt out building. Like, New Jack City shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I think back now, like, what the fuck? I wouldn't do that today. You know what the craziest thing is? That that's not that long ago. It, it's not. It's not that long ago. But if you think about it, like, dude, I was like 17, 18. Think about this. Think about it in the early... In the, early, no, the, in the mid to late 90s, we, would, we were going bombing. And we got off some sort of Queensboro... I don't even know where the fuck we were. Bathgate uh -huh. Avenue. We were somewhere crazy. Mm -hmm. So we're driving in the car. We get off some sort of exit on a highway or something. It's like 3.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. And you know that's prime that's, prime that's bombing time. Degenerate time. Oh that's yeah, the the all the demons are out, bro. So we get off this fucking some sort of highway thing, and I think I'm in the Tropicana in Las Vegas, right? We well, you're all dusted. No, there's fucking women all over the street. Why? Pro I yo, my buddy's like yo, Why? My buddy's like yo, those are prostitutes. I'm like fuck you. These women were off the pages of fucking magazines, brother. You know, you see prizes, they look worn out and crazy. Yeah. These women did not do And they were strutting pussy on the avenue like it was a J-O-B. Really? And I'm like, yo, there's no way these are prostitutes. We're really? getting out of the fucking, that's it. This is too crazy. That's not. It was like surreal. It was fucking surreal, man. Yeah. And this was like maybe 97. Oh, okay. And it was full blown. Yeah. Full blown, man. Nuts. You ever see the, the hook, is, hook is on the point fucking? Yeah, it was like that. But yo, the girls weren't trashy though. That's the whole steam. They didn't look trashy, but they were probably they were probably fucking let me walking tell you, let, fucking. Let me, let me tell you something. When you when you when you see a chick, you can tell what kind of war she's been through just by watching the way she carries herself. Yeah. These women, to the best of my idiot judgment, they didn't look like they were trash talking and fucking street walking. No. Not at all, man. I was in awe. I was like, this is unreal. Because you know, when you bomb Sunset Park, when we're in the train yard and shit, and you come up to the avenue, yeah. you see you see the working girls. Oh, yeah. And you know they're working. Oh, yeah, dude. So the craziest thing is, you're like, this Scott's yard. No way. Like, yeah. But over one, we got off that high. We were in another fucking galaxy, brother. Believe it. Really? We were in another galaxy. Well, I remember back in the day, like, we'd be driving through, like, fucking Canarsie, bro, in the fucking early 90s. It yeah. was fucking wet, fucking down Flatlands Avenue shit. Flatlands, where they used to race the cars, Fountain Avenue. Yeah, all, yeah. all that shit, bro. You just turn down those blocks, bro. There's fucking hookers Anything everywhere. Anything was possible. Anything was possible. Anything. Maybe just trying to just to get down Linda Boulevard to go back to Howard Beach. Just yes. going down those side.
Why'd you just hook is everywhere? Anything was possible. It was fucking like a war zone, bro. Yeah. So I don't think New York will ever be like that again. No, it's, it's way too cleaned up. Once, Ju once jerk off Giuliani came and cleaned everything up and made it into a police state, it's a different. It's a wrap. You're definitely right, and you would, and you got to realize one thing: the thing you're holding in your hand, the cell phone. Oh, that's it's a tracking the, device. That's that's the death of modern crime. Oh yeah, everyone's a stool pigeon. You think of it this way: when we were young, we used to, in the middle of the daytime, we'd walk onto the highway and start doing felons. Oh yeah, and we didn't care. No, because we would walk against traffic. Right. That was the rule. Because if you're walking with traffic and they see you, they can just pull over. When you, by the time they see you, they're going past you. Of course. So we would just do fillings on the fucking highway. No one had a telephone. Right. No one had a phone. Right. So what the fuck? Unless a cop physically saw you and you're right. on the highway, but there was mad places to run. Right. So now. And you would run from the cops. That would yeah, be it. You would. You wouldn't even care. But now, what well, you guys? One guy. Yeah, eighty-six and fifth. The guys uh, walking around. He's got a blue backpack gun. Uh -huh. And then boop. They, then they pop you. Yep. It's like my buddy Zero in Sunset Park. Many years ago, his brother was a straight gangster thug. And uh, they would go, because Mexicans would get paid on Fridays. So they would go lump the Mexicans up because they were illegal. Right. There was no phones to call the cops. Right. So they would just toss them for the dough. Right. Well, he didn't, but his brother was. Yeah. But you got to realize, that time, like 90, 91, 92, Fifth Avenue was oh. fucking crazy. Everywhere was fucking crazy. So with crazy. that being, so when you see the dude, and a lot of the times when they came out of work, they would drink and drink and they pass out on the corner. You'd fucking go through their pockets, bang bang. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. Then if they if they wanted to call the cops, they couldn't because they were illegal. Right. And then by the time you found a payphone that worked, that, that wasn't worked. Busted, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was crazy. You got to find the put the quarter in your pocket, but you yeah. have hammered. And you exactly. gotta find a payphone that worked. Exactly. And you were long gone back in your house before even cop even decided exactly. to Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's how crime was different. <coughs> it's crazy. We're our own fucking big brother. Dude, look at it this way. Look at it this way. When I was young, real, real, real little, my uncle showed me how to fish in the sewers. You know what that is? Of course. So he would take the weight from Verrazano Bait and Tackle by the bridge. Right. And we'd get the weight with the Vaseline and we'd go dip for quarters and nickels and dimes when, yeah. the, when the meters took different. Yeah, this would change because that's, you were because back before it was just good. You were able to put like a dime and a nickel for like yeah. two minutes in the fucking. That's when I was like six, seven years old. Yeah, you taught me how to do that. When we became a little older, we had the G of life. We'd go to the payphones. Remember the payphones used to call back. Yeah, back in the day, we would take grocery plastic bags and we'd shove them up the coin slot with a fucking hanger. Yeah, right. And you'd have to get it up there so no one could see it. Right. We'd walk from 95th Street train station. Uh huh. To Bay Ridge Avenue, we come back along third, third, fifth to third, and we do the cycle. Right. And then we'd wait a week, and we'd go back with the hanger. Once you pull that bag, yeah. the quarters shoot out. Nice. So we used to have, you know, the Daily News aprons? Yeah. With the coins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had a paper route. It's like little pockets in yes, the front. It's like an apron. Three, three pockets. With three pockets right when in the I front. When I was young, I ran a paper route. That's the first time I learned how to count money with my godmother. Right. That's how I learned responsibility with candling money. Right. So I had the apron. We would roll up to the payphones with the apron. That fucking apron would be 50 pounds. Yeah. Right? And back in the day... You robbing payphones. Back in the day, when you had all these quarters, you can't spend all these quarters. It's too no. many. So what we'd have to do is when you... Ha my mother had a bank account, but you had to take the quarters and put them in a roll. You had to roll them. Yeah. $10 so, rolls. So we That's would, a pain in the ass. So we would hang out and just watch cartoons and shit. And roll money. Little, as a little empire, and we would roll quarters. You see you know that? What I'm and saying? how old were you at the time? 
11, 12. See? What are 11, 12-year-old kids doing so now? Listen, so they're not they're, robbing fucking payphones. They're playing yeah. fucking uh, Fortnite or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Minecraft. Yeah, that. <laughs> Look, I'm making things. My own city. So check it. We're rolling these quarters, right? And you'd have to lug them to the bank. Of course. The bank was two blocks away. Uh-huh. This so is heavy as an 11-year-old so kid. I used to use like, little carts and things. we go to the bank. <laughs> and we go so much... The lady said, what do you kids do with all these quarters? Oh, my father works in the vending machine. Of oh, course. Yeah. yeah. But I'm telling you, when you, a $10 a roll and you had 40 rolls, yeah. you were good money. Yeah, bro. As an 11-year-old kid. And I remember, too, with that being said. Back in what, 19 fucking 80 fucking... No, 90, 91. All right, 90. But the craziest thing was... One time I get off the train, I was going to my buddy's house on 25th Avenue on the D. Or back then it was the B. Yeah. And I put a quarter in the phone because we didn't have cell phones. Maybe you had a beeper. Maybe. Maybe. So I put a quarter in the phone. The quarter shoots out two quarters. I was like, that's impossible. What, I just break the thing? Nice. So I, I shake the fucking machine as on instinct. Of course. Like an eagle. Of course. I shake the machine and quarter starts shooting. Nah, this is impossible. Yeah, that's a fucking score. I'm, I'm looking around. Oh, of course, you got to look around. And I'm shaking. Am I being set up over here? And look I'm around. shaking it. I stood there for about 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. I stood there shaking this fucking. My pockets look like I stole fucking a million things. Yeah. And I'm like, it can't be this easy. But yo, back in the day, there was always a hustle. Yeah. There was always a hustle. Yeah. Like you figure when I worked in a fo- in photo labs, when we were writing graffiti, uh-huh. I never paid to print a picture. Yeah. I got over 80,000 print pictures of graffiti I'm downstairs sure. in the basement. Yeah. So I, that was my, the photos were my hustle. Yeah. My buddy worked in Diesel on 59th Street. Jeans were his hustle. Gotcha. So I would trade photo developing for jeans. I would trade photos for this. Yeah. Everybody had something to offer. Uh-huh. When you get older, no one has anything to offer. No. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And it's a shame. <laughs> because... Back then, if you needed something, you got it. You had a guy that had this, a guy that had that. Oh, go to this guy; he's got that. Everybody had a guy. Everybody had a guy. And everybody had something to offer. Yeah, everything fell off trucks in one yeah. way or the other. I remember when we were kids, my buddies used to sift through the mail. This mm-hmm. is a federal crime, by the way. Well, whatever. But the statute of limitations are long yeah, over. Yeah, it's like whatever. So they would get a credit card, and there was an abandoned house next to my buddy's house on Gelson Avenue. Right. So he, he, his father had these sportsman magazines. Okay. You know, like the big smoke bomb that lasted 30 minutes? Of course. Oh, guns, knives, crossbows, uh-huh. inflatable pools. <laughs> so we would order all this shit on the credit card, deliver it to the abandoned house, <coughs> so my buddy could get in the house through the back. So, you, so hold on. So, you're, you're, order, you're ordering inflatable pools, smoke bombs, and yeah, knives, and knives to awesome. an abandoned house. But check it out. But <laughs> we, so my boy had access to the backyard. Right. So we would hang out in the front <laughs> and skate. And when we see the UPS truck, yo, yo, go, 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 go. Yeah. And he would go to the back of the house. And when the UPS guy knocked on the door, he'd open, he'd open the, the door. door. Yeah. And we'd get all, yeah, it was like payday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine 12 years old, you got a crossbow. Right. They're going to think you could do with that. Yeah, you shoot things. Dude, I took smoke bombs, those smoke bombs, when, yeah. I, when I went to high school. The school shaped like an H. Yeah. Me and my buddy Frankie. What high school did you go to? Fort Hamilton. Okay. Me and my buddy Frankie, the, it looked like a coconut. Yeah. A smoke bomb. It's fucking huge. So I go to one end of the hallway. He goes all the way to the other end. I'm at 80, 50s, 83rd. I'm like, yo, I'm lighting this thing off. Now, you know the little smoke bombs. Yeah. That little flame that would shoot out. Yeah. Then it would smoke. Yeah. Now, imagine. But those things smoke for a good time, too, Fab. But, but imagine. One that's that, ten times the size. That just magnified. Of course. So I got a little, I got a little butane torch. I'm like, holy shit, this is getting hot. I put it down. Then it starts to smoke. 
but now the smoke's coming out so fast. What the fuck do I do? I yeah. can't find it. So I'm <laughs> fucking dumbing around. I kick it. I get it. I fucking wing it down the hallway. Uh-huh. Now this thing is shooting fucking fire and like smoke. Amazing. Yeah. By the time I kick it down the hallway and this thing's bouncing off the walls, <laughs> boom! It gets to him and we're kicking it back and forth. Then the bell rings. Oh, Jesus. Where dismissal is? Yeah. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face in the fucking That's school. Awesome. You see, we did shit like that. <laughs> kids don't know, how to, don't know how to have fun now. Dude, I, I, I tell my kids now, I'm like, yo, how do you sit in the house all day? Dude, I say it a lot. I probably when, said it several I, times. I you was, couldn't get me in the house, when ever. I, when I was young, as soon as you woke up, you... You scoff down the cereal, you watch the cartoon while you eat the cereal, you out. out the door. Out. You were out the door. Yep. Until my mother or my father would yell out the window. Yell out the window. And then and then if I didn't hear it, like my one of my friends would hear it and then they would yell it and then it would just travel down the block, like through six different people. They would like pass the word. Yeah. Jimmy Dinner's ready. Yeah. And it would exactly. have it would have to go around or, and, then, and then I would hear it. Or when the street light came on, you knew you had to. Or when to the street light came on. And if it wash was- your hands. Wa- and eat dinner. Wash your face. Was wash your, bro, dirt why were we so dirty back then, bro? I was always filthy. What were we doing? We just in the street. Manhunt, climbing, stealing, yeah. shooting, crooking. There was a million things you yeah. were doing. Fucking hiding underneath cars and climbing. Dude, we, would ju- we would jump the subway oh, yeah. as it was a sport. Yeah. We would jump the subway <laughs> at 95th and then go to 86th. Uh-huh. Just to go to 86th Street. We wouldn't walk. We'd jump in the fucking train. Yeah. Maybe we'd walk in the tunnel. Maybe something would go on. Who had a marker? Someone had a marker. We were writing on shit. Yeah. And I remember they used to have the yellow gates in the subway. Remember those? Yeah. So the the heavy heavy metal guys went down there with a hacksaw when they took the, the booth out. Right. And left only one booth. They would hacksaw the fucking bar so you could just climb right through the gate when it was locked. It's fucking awesome. But then we got the key, so it didn't matter what was locked. Right. We had the keys then. Uh, oh, we had fu- the keys to the fucking system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we were we were lawless. There was, Bro, there was, was nothing crazy. stopping us. No, we were and fucking speaking, running around like crazy. Speaking on that quarter, the quarter thing. Your little quarter hustle? <laughs> the quarter hustle, plus the quarter waters. You don't really uh, find those anymore. Nah, you don't. You, you probably find them, but very far and few between in the hood. But the craziest thing is, when you went to Times Square as a kid, it was fucking next level. Oh, yeah. There was, was pussy, drug, things you never saw in your neighborhood. Oh, dude, it was bananas. I remember we were walking, the, I think it was Wonderland or something. There was a peep show. My buddy's like, oh, let's go in. And I'm like, oh. I was like nervous. Yeah. He's like, come on. Well, how old are you? 12? Yeah. Like, You're in the middle of fucking, it, it, of the war Square. zone yeah. of fucking Times Square So at the we time. go in and, and it's the, a shit show. And the guy looks at us like, but he didn't stop you. No. So we go in, and then my, my buddy always had more balls. He's like, yeah, what are we doing here? Where, where, where's, the, where's the girls? Like, I'm a little kid. I'm like, all right, whatever you're doing, I'm doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he goes to the, he goes, go to the peep show in the back. So the peep show, you have to put a quarter in, and the thing would go like this. Yeah. Right? And the girl would be in there, and she did, and then it would close. Like, what the fuck? You got to put more quarters so in, yeah, huh? We're, we're putting quarters in this thing. The first time we go, we only had like a dollar fifty. We didn't have change. We had yeah. no money. We're little kids. Yeah. So you throw the quarters in, bing, click. I'm like, yeah. yo, we don't yeah. see nothing. So then we're like, yo, we got to hustle in the neighborhood. Yo, bring some of the quarters next time. Yo, yeah. we went. The craziest thing was, we go with army pocket pants. <laughs> yeah, cargo pants. <laughs> nice. Yo, the G of life. We're sitting there. I would be the quarter guy. Ping, <laughs> ping, 
ping, ping, ping, ping, fucking ping, animal ping. fucking Times Square <laughs> peep show who is. Oh, God. There's a dude with a fucking mop bucket because of yeah. all the degenerate oh, nonsense. Oh, God. New York was a different place, man. It was gross. But you know what? I kind of miss old, uh, bro, yeah. I miss old fucking New York like that. Because we're all old. Because we're, we're all old. It's like, oh, you go to Times the Square. The cycle is over. The chapter is closed. Yeah. Done. Now you, Done. Go, to, now you go to Times Square and it's Disney World. Everything is blocked off. Jim, you think of it this way. You live in the age of terrorism, right? Terrorism. That's what they, Ooh, want. Terror. That's what they want to scare you oh, with. Of course. Right? Yeah, I don't so, subscribe to any of it. I but. remember when we were kids, because 4th of July is next week. Right. So uh, we used to go to 13th Avenue. Now, my father used to drive me sometimes, right? And he didn't, he was like, he didn't care about fireworks. We would go to 13th Avenue. You barely could get a fucking car down the road because all the debris was in the street. From the I remember road. that. Fuck yeah. So we would go We would go to 66th and 13th. The storefront is still there. I okay. saw it like a month or two ago, right? So you'd see all these guys on chairs hanging out in the street, all these Italian guys. Uh -huh. So we were like 12. We'd go up, and there was a guy standing there. Well, could I help you? Yeah. You know, I don't know what to tell this guy. Right. I'm like, we have fireworks. Yeah. Right? And then he'd look around, he'd radio to somebody. They'd knock the little window, slit would open. Yeah. The door would open, and they would physically grab you and pull you in. Right. And you, and now you're shook. For those two seconds, I was like, oh, shit. What have I fucked well, up? Let me tell you something right now. You went in this fucking room, and it was wood paneling, floor to ceiling, and it was nothing but garbage bags of fireworks everywhere. Yeah. And we were like, ah, Yeah. Ah, like, ah. Yeah. We were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Jimmy, I remember. You know how potatoes come in the big sacks? Yeah. There was cardboard, I mean, a brown paper bag, bags like that, where the whole bag for four feet was nothing but fucking dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. Oh, dude, when I lived in Canarsie, when I, I lived on, I was young, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I lived on East 93rd between L and M. And 4th of July, dude, there would be mats and mats. And, bro, the fucking, the, the, the next morning, Yo it looked like it was fucking Iraq, The next dude. morning, you could still smell it. You could still smell could it. Still There's smell garbage it. everywhere. Mats and mats and mats of firecrackers. Bro, M80s. Dynamite. Dynamite. It'd be, bro, it'd be 3 o'clock in the morning. Dynamite going off. Yeah. Like a fucking war zone. So we were, we were in this place, right? Now you can't even do a sparkle. A cops will fuck with no, you. we do it every year. Fuck yeah. the police. No, but you know what? Right over here, we're at, well, I'm, in, I'm in Bath Beach. Last year, I was shocked, but it was a lot of fireworks. Yeah. I'm like, good. Every good. year. Good. So well, for a while, for a little while, there wasn't that much well, going on. Dude, I never stopped. Well, maybe never not you, stopped. but as a whole. I never would, stopped. As a whole, but dude, dude, we would have block parties. Yeah, of course. I still do. Bro, how about the La Coconosha block party coming up? Not La Coconosha, my bad. Lords of Brooklyn yeah. block party. Maybe I should bring some fireworks over there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm going. You're going. So, yeah. So so we, we, we'd be in this place, and we all had we had nickels in our pockets. We were kids. We didn't have money like that. Right. If we lucky, we had 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Now, you were balling if so you had then, $20. So you were 12 yeah. years old and fucking so then back we're like, then? We're like, yo, how much of the M80s? And they were like a quarter. Yeah. How much of the Blockbuster? 50 cents. Yeah. And my boy said, yo, get the Blockbuster. It's bigger. It's louder. Bro, it's like, it's right? like a fucking half a roll of toilet paper. So we the get toilet a, paper roll. So we get a fucking couple of Blockbusters. We get a couple of M80s. We get a couple of pineapples. Pineapples. I forgot a pine... See, they're right in there. You do? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to take a picture of that, yeah. and I'll put it up along with this shit because that's fucking funny. So check it out. So we would go, and we would buy, we would buy dynamite from the Mafia. Right. Yeah. And then we come back over here. Yeah, yo, we would buy dynamite from the mafia. Listen to that. <laughs> you hear that? Like, listen to that. We used to buy dynamite 
from the mafia. So check this out. It so, sounds like some movie made yeah, up shit, but it's a fact. Yeah. I get it. So our whole thing was, we, <laughs> we, Jimmy, we'd walk around the neighborhood and we would just blow shit up. Yeah. We would walk along Fifth Avenue, put it in the payphone, put it in the mailbox, yeah. put it in the fucking drive. Johnny boy from fucking Mean Streets blowing we, up mailboxes. We didn't give a shit. And nobody stopped you. No. So then we, this is the best of it all. And that made it small. Right. Remember back in the day, the don't walk signs had like that grid? The black oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'd take the M80, we'd squeeze it in the grid, and then light it. Boom! And it would blow a hole in the sign. Yeah. Then we'd take the blockbuster and put it behind and blow the whole fucking shit into the street. <laughs> Jimmy, the cops never came. No. We would do multiples of these fucking things. It's all terrible. over the neighborhood. Like domestic terrorists, you would be called now. How about this? We had the keys to the trains. Yeah. Right? So when the train would pull in, we'd have the conductor key to open the doors, open everything. So we would go in, now we were smart about it. We were a little older now, maybe 15, 14, 15. Right, so a little we, older, uh, fucking 14. So we'd bring, <laughs> we'd bring two blockbusters, or maybe a blockbuster and a pineapple, right? Only two though. And we'd bring one little light and we could throw away. So we'd get on the train, we'd go into the conductor booth at the end of the train, not the conductor booth, but like the, the, the motorman booth. Yeah, the motorman. But the side that was empty, the, the tail end. Right. So we'd open up that door, Jimmy. We would light the fucking blockbuster and throw it at the third rail to try uh, to blow up the fucking rail. Dude, that's Do you true. know what a blockbuster sounds like in a train tunnel? Oh, like a fucking and mortar. The, and the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the wor and the thing is, if you had one or two, you had to throw both of them. Yeah. Because if anybody showed up, I don't, yeah, got, nothing I don't got nothing. I don't got nothing on me. You can't, right. never have, you can't have anything on you. Right. That was our G. Yeah. You had to throw a bolt in him. Yeah. Jimmy, the pineapple in the subway. Yeah. And we're, we're saying we're going to blow up the power. The train's going to show up, but we know how to walk the tunnels. We're all right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can blow up the whole thing. We know we know our way through the but tunnels. But think about how crazy that sounds. It's fucking bananas. You could never, never think to do that today. No. You could never. No. You could never. There might be kid, There might be people who are like 17, 18 years old are listening to this. They're like, these guys are full of shit. I might have pictures. I might have pictures. Right. Well, I don't I care might. if they think we're full of shit either, but I get it. That's how it was. But tell you know me. I mean? But when I... When, you, That's how it was. You're from the same age. I'm 42. Lawless streets. Yeah. I remember walking 3rd Avenue, and that was where all the bars were. Yeah. I never drank beer. My friends did. But even before we were able to get in the bars, we were in the bars. Yeah. And then once you became 18 or 21, it was no fun anymore because it wasn't dangerous. Right. So then we just shrink on the street and we go to Woodwood Park. Wood fucking Wood park, park, ladies and gentlemen. Now think of it this way. You're, you're driving along Third Avenue, you're going along Third Avenue, you're drinking whatever fucking fight, fighting, partying, whatever. And you'd get into a fight. The fight would last five, ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Because the cops wouldn't come. No. You'd have cops to fucking You'd busy. fight so much you'd get tired. Yeah. And then you'd fight again and you'd get tired and yeah. you'd fight again. <laughs> yeah. And then with, with, the, with the... And nobody had their phones out was, taping you. No one had a phone. They didn't no, have phone. Of course they, not. They, they, I know. They, they, we had beepers back then. Yeah, but that's it. So the craziest thing is we go to Wood Park where you just interviewed Paulie. Yeah. And all the kids from Savannah, all the kids from Fort Hamilton, all the kids from the neighborhood, the kids from Milk Basin, the kids from Garrison Beach. Yeah. We'd all come down. It was hundreds of kids. Yeah. You guys had kegs. My man was doing jello shots. I mean, it was a fucking, it was a party. Yeah. The cops would roll down. And everything all right over here? With cars. Yeah. Paddy wagons. Yep. Nobody would get arrested. No, they would just check up and see whether you guys all, are all right. All they would say was don't leave bottles yeah. on the floor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't make too much of a mess. You guys are right over here. No fucking, no shits going on. Can you imagine now? doing that? Oh, now. No. First, first of now. all, kids wouldn't even do that nowadays because they'd be too busy in their house doing whatever, fighting on Facebook. They wouldn't be out there drinking out of kegs like animals. Hundreds of kids. Oh, I know. Hundreds. Yeah. Wood Park was legendary. I'm sure. You know why it was called? See, I, I, didn't grow, I didn't grow up in Bay Ridge. I was in Canarsie you know and then I was, was all called, over. You know why it was called Wood Park? Why? Because before Merlin, the fucking acid dealer, lit the fucking park on fire, high as a kite, all the all the kiddie rides were made at... Merlin the acid dealer. Merlin the acid guy. From, he used to sell weed to nickel bags. For okay. I had an acid guy. I'm like, still friends with him, For too. like 300 years, he sold nickel bags. Okay. So they, they were all in there, and they were, and they were lighting the fucking wood on fire, and the pop park went on fire. Nice. But everything was made out of wood. Now it's all... It's garbage now. It's shit. Yeah. I got pictures of us in Wood Park, though. I got pictures. <laughs> but every, every weekend, without fail. Yeah. And I remember certain weekends, kids would get Oh yeah, and walking up, they'd walk on cars, bust out car windows, they yeah. flipping cars, just ca causing, causing fucking damage. Yeah, being a bunch of assholes. Like I look back at it now, and I'm like, dude, what if I woke up and my car was flipped over? And uh, you'd fucking fucking snap the fuck out. You would, you would, you would fall. You would Michael Douglas falling down it. You would fucking grab fucking rocket launchers. And yeah, you, you would fucking snap. Crazy. But we created shit but like that. Shit we were asshole fucking yeah. troublemaking, fucking running around the streets. Cause why? Cause they, cause there was nothing else to do. Yeah. So you went out, and everyone went out, and you click up with the same kind of people that are like you, which cause yeah. because people magnets. Are, because we're all magnets. bro. Humans are fucking tribal beings, yeah. bro. It's true. You know, you know, I don't fuck with that person because he doesn't like anything that I'm into or whatever. Like, exactly. there's nothing in common. So, but like, I'll go hang out with these guys and that's just how it is. They're into what I'm into. So, you get fucking 50 of the same like-minded knuckleheads and who are 16 who don't give a fuck. Yeah. Next thing you know, beers are involved. Next thing you know, cars are getting flipped. Yep, graffiti's being written, things are getting stolen. Exactly. A bunch of assholes. But the crazy, the, the first time... But it was a rite of passage for yeah, us, man. Yeah, the first time I got a wrist rocket. Wrist rocket's a slingshot? Yeah. First time, we always had little shit slingshots, but they were right. always like, whatever. But you get the one with the brace that- That's that, that, the wrist rocket. Yeah, the one that fucking, yeah. you get the leverage on your forearm with the so bracket on. So check this out. Going back to, going back to the whole firework thing, we used to travel to Canal Street. Canal Street oh, yeah. was crazy. What was the name of the fucking graffiti store on the corner in Canal? Soho's at. But there was another one. Why is it? That's why? the only one. It just changed names. It was Soho's at, Soho down and under, then it was Bomb the System, now it's Scrapyard. It's all the same store. Why is it? Nothing's ringing a bell. It's all this, Jimmy. That's the only one, dude. It's on West Broadway off Canal. It's the only one. Why did why? Did, for some reason, it's bothering me that for some reason I thought it was called something else. No, so and, and, and everybody that I fucking spoke to that knows of that store has mentioned it, but that that's, whatever that's, it was called, that that, I'm, that my mind is waiting so, for someone to say you. it's not happening. That's the store. That's what were the names of it again? It was Soho's at. Then it was Soho Down and Under. That's when it was across the street. Then when it moved across to the other side, it was Bomb the System, and now it's Scrapyard. Fuck, it wasn't Canal Street something? No. Maybe the Canal Street Surplus was the Army Navy store on Canal Street that was around the corner. No. Canal Foam and Rubber, that was, that was business in there. No, forever. all right, well, I guess I don't So anyway, know. we'll go to Canal Street. Now, Canal Street, you could buy anything you wanted to. Oh, yeah. You could yeah. buy fucking piranhas, people, human beings, anything yeah, you want. You could buy piranhas, people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So the craziest thing is, we go to Canal Street, we jump the train, go to Canal Street, and we go buy fireworks. Back then, you didn't have to know anybody. Guys would be like, fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. So we 
meet this guy. Yeah, we want fire. We can't want fireworks. He takes us into a building. We go up the staircase. We walk this. We don't know where the fuck we are. We go into like this office and it's fireworks all over the place. So we buy whatever we could buy. We had school bags. We filled school bags up with bombs, jumping jacks, mats, firecrackers. Uh-huh. Right? So now when he takes us out, he takes us out a different entrance. We don't know where the fuck we are. Right. I'm like, yo, that's the weirdest shit I've ever done. We went in one entrance, now we're on another street, we're down three blocks. I don't know. I don't understand how it works. Right. Chinatown's crazy like that. Oh yeah. So anyway, we're we're dicking around a canal street. That's the first time we bought mace. <laughs> that's the first time we were buying steel balls. Right. So now we see all these steel balls. We're like, yo, we got wrist rockets. Right. I need steel balls. Yeah, like what are they like? Like little ball bearings. Solid like? steel ball bearings, yeah. but they came in bags of a hundred. They were like, no, fuck. They were like three dollars. Yeah, for so, a bag of a hundred. So we would buy a whole bunch of those. We come back to the neighborhood. Now we got steel balls. Uh huh. Now we got wrist rockets. So what was the first thing we did? The first thing bus, we did. Bus windows as they the go on by. The first thing we did. Bus windows? We go to municipal parking on 86th and 5th. Right. I'm with my cousin. She's now a cop. Right? So I'm like, yo. Because <laughs> we used to shoot. We were shooting garbanzo beans. We were shooting rocks. Right. Now we stepped it up. Now we're archery people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So we were shooting ball bearings. Dude, we had pockets of ball bearings. We would shoot ball bearings. I remember I shot one and I missed. I hit the street from, oh, yeah. the, from the roof. From the street. And it, it ricocheted off. Yo, from the street, it bounced, hit the bus shelter, shattered the bus shelter. Of course. Went right through it, yep. right into Woolworths, shattered the door of yep. Woolworths. Woolworths. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, bro. We took this show on the road. You know <laughs> yeah. So we were going to the trains. Back in the day, you'd ride between the cars. Oh, yeah. And you'd get on the fucking Sea Beach end line. Yeah. So we'd get off at 8th Avenue. And there's nothing really to shoot. This was like moving target. Now we're really oh, yeah. on the money. So <laughs> they used to have these big fluorescent bulbs in the station. Uh-huh. So we would go, bow, bow. Yeah. As the train's pulling out of the station, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> we're blowing all the fucking lights out. Then we go back the next day and we'd write graffiti because now it was dark. Yo. And we'd write all over the fucking station. <laughs> it was like the recon and then the mission. That's right. But I'm telling you, with those steel balls, we I'm telling you, we we would when they first built 92nd Street, that building where the Pizzeria Uno is? Yeah. We were in the roof. We got cool with the security guard. When I when I was young, I always had the gift of gab. Right. I could get out of anything. Right. So we're talking to this guy. We're hanging out with him. Like, yeah, we got these fucking guns. We want zip guns. We want to... Now it was a zip gun. It wasn't oh, yeah. even a wrist rock. And now we made zip guns. Right. So now I got a metal tube with this fucking industrial rubber glove. This thing is dangerous. Yeah. And it fits right in your pocket. Yeah. So we're on the roof. Al Pacino talks about that in Carlito's way. Yeah. In the movie Carlito's way. I don't remember that He does. So, That's the only reference that other people might know of a zip gun if they know, so, if they've ever heard of well, it. Well, you had shingle guns too. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I know all about shingle guns. Yeah. Oh, oh we found a whole supply Look of shingles. Look at all the roofs out there. You crazy? We had everything tripped. Bro, we, had, we found, uh, well, in the Rockaway, we found stacks and stacks of fucking shingles That's that a, weren't even used. That's ammunition for weeks. It, it was like a fort, bro. It's like we're fucking supply closet. Yeah, so check bro. this out. So we, we were on the end, <laughs> right? Now, we got, now we, we're banging them out. So now we, we go to the building I got the zip gun so I'm on the roof in Kentucky Fried Chicken's right across the street right so I'm just fucking around bah, I let one go this guy is getting into his little yellow oh, car oh fuck I blow out his driver's side window oh. 
this guy fucking hits the deck. Bam. Like he's getting shot at. Like he's getting shot at. We were like, ooh. Yeah. Because with that, you, you don't have as much aim as no. with the wrist rocket. Right. We I blew this guy fucking hits the deck like he was getting shot at. Yeah. No we, good. We would, fucked up. We would go on capers around the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, there used to be these buildings down the block from my house. This is where the wrist rocket comes. This is where dangerous play comes in. You had to have two because none of this was fucking dangerous had, at all. You had to have two man teams, Jimmy. Yeah, we're, we're only throwing half a stick of dynamite at the third rail in tunnels, <laughs> but this is where the dangerous shit comes one, in. <laughs> Fuck out of here. One guy has the slingshot, but you got to be the M80 man with the lighter. Right. So I got the slingshot like this, holding the M80, but you're lighting it. Right. So there was an abandoned building that had all the windows blown out. We would take blockbusters. Right? Blockbusters yeah. in a fucking slingshot. And launch blockbusters into build a bit. The whole neighborhood would hear it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the coolest thing with the slingshot was <coughs> an M80 is only as good as far as you could throw it. Not when you got a fucking slingshot. Right. You could put it anywhere you want. Right. So we would we would drive around, cruise around with it, and we would shoot it at shit. Yeah. Cause you figure how far it could go before it blows up. So if I'm shooting it at the apartment building window. It's gonna blow up right when it gets to the window. Yeah. It's like shooting bombs. Yeah, that's exactly it's what like you're doing. Shooting bombs. Uh, fucking hysterical. So speaking of that, what we used to do, my buddy used to live in a, in a six four building when we used to skate, right? What yeah. the hell is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the phone. I don't answer the phone. It's the bat phone. That's exactly what it is. So we would go up. Now you remember this, you're a degenerate kid. We I was. To, I'm not a degenerate no more. We used to yeah. fill up soda bottles. Okay. With hot water, boil, boiling hot water. Dry ice. We didn't even get to that stage. We, we, we boiling hot water with a little bit of soap. We tighten the cap, crazy. Yeah. Now you're on the sixth floor. The playground's below you. Uh huh. You take the fucking thing like this over your head. Yeah. And just wail it. When that thing hit the ground. Oh. Bah! Yeah. Oh yeah. It and was yeah. like a bomb. Bro, we would be like domestic terrorists now. If kids do that yeah, nowadays, it, it would like, be like domestic terrorism. And you know what's funny? Water. And that bottle was just as loud as a blockbuster. Yeah. Just as loud. Yeah. And the craziest thing is, the way that shit blew up, there wasn't even shrapnel or the plastic after that shit blew up. Yeah, it's bananas. We go into the schoolyard with the blockbusters. Now, this is with a pineapple, actually. Remember the metal garbage cans? Of course. So my buddy has this great idea. The schoolyard has a wall you could hide behind. So we take garbage cans, right? My buddy would tip it back, and I'd put the fucking pineapple. I'd light it. He'd drop the can. So he's holding the lid, so he, he runs back and puts the lid on the top. Yeah. So we run around the wall because a pineapple's really dangerous. Yeah, of course. You know, that's a half stick of dynamite. Yeah. So it goes off. Jimmy, you can feel it in your chest. Of course. It goes off. The garbage can flips inside out. Oh, yeah. The, the lid that was on the top is soaring. Yeah, 50 Five feet, yeah. 50? Yeah. <laughs> The school building's four levels. This was above the roof. Yeah. And you see it just getting smaller. Yeah. It took off like a fucking UFO. Yeah. It's crazy. We were like, I mean, the shit we used to get away with. Yeah. And then we then we got really ingenious. This is where the dangerous stuff happens again. Oh boy. Right? You'd get you'd get the M80s and the blockbusters, right? And you'd pour out Elmer's glue. And you'd pour it in the glue and then you'd roll it in the fucking BBs and roll it in the box. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So you'd roll it. So that little M80 now is like three inches thick. Right. So what we used to do, you're a janitor in the school. You know the metal grates over the windows? Yeah. An M80 small, you got that little lip at the bottom. Yeah. We would roll and tuck the M80 right into that corner and light it. 
Rah! It would blow out all the windows on that side of the school from the fucking buckshot. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you want to have a... I'll give you a better one with school. My buddy was graduating, right? He was after us. We were already graduated. He, this is grammar school, by the way. Right. So he's in the seventh grade. <laughs> we learned how to put... Make Maltov cocktails. Right. Right? So we would get these big honey jars. Fat ones, right? And my buddy worked at the gas station, so he'd just give us gas for nothing. So we'd fill these big fucking jars, and you rip your t-shirt, and yeah. you had to put a small hole. Right, right? of and course. Get, so we'd light the fucking thing. Honey jars. Yeah. Right? We'd hurl the honey jars above the windows in the school and it would rain fire. Yeah. This is the, these are the things we did for kids. This is during graduation. Yeah, for kids. Can you imagine kids graduating and there's fire outside the windows? Yeah. <laughs> fucking bananas. And now mind you, a cop never came around. No. Never came not. around. Yeah. Same like like the whole transition of like those crazy times then you had there's a reason why I'm saying all this. There, there was there was like that kind of chicanery and craziness and there was a lot of <coughs> street shit like music and hip-hop it was real street shit yeah street shit. and then now you have what we have now you want to laugh i'll give you a great one we were me and my buddy he's yeah, 40. I, I have a i have a scenario for he's, you when you done he's more. 45 right right so we always talk about you know because he's got like 75 kids so we always talk about the current state of like things Right. So he, he summed it up best. He's like, brother, when we were little kids, we listened to the music of drug dealers. Right. Now these kids listen to the music of drug abusers. Right. That's true. That's the difference. Or even if it's, I mean, some of them weren't legitimate drug dealers, but they told the story as a drug dealer's perspective. Exactly. Right. It was a different, men's, it was a different mindset. Right. Now, I have a kid who works in my building with me, and he's younger, so I can't really fault younger? the... He's younger. He's like 24. Oh, that's, 23. That's generation gap. Oh, yeah. No, he's a baby. Yeah. He's like 23 or 24. Can you check behind his ears for water? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a little. <laughs> he's still green behind the gills. So, but he t but he tells me, because he'll be he, like, uh, I'll be listening to something. I'm like, yo, did you check out like the new fucking Jedi Mind Tricks or the new Heavy Metal Kings or the whatever? The greatest. It's fucking amazing. The greatest. But he'll be like, no, like, I don't know what he's that like, is. What's that? He has no idea. Return of the Jedi? Like, yeah, what's yeah. That? He has no idea yeah, what any of that is. So I try to hip him with shit. Sure. But I see that his. He's all into like this new fucking shit where his attention span is like 30 seconds. <clears throat> Dude, like on the shout out to Ill Bill because one of my favorite hip hop records ever is is uh, Kill Devil Hills. Sure. It's fucking incredible. Sure. It's a smart record. Front it's to back. You have to think like the wordplay and the knowledge Front that to back. it's ridiculous. So I play him the song Secrets Worth Dying for. Oh my it's god. It's like dude, it's like the first 10 seconds, like, I had to pause it because he's asking, like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? And, like, he didn't get the whole... He just doesn't get it. Nothing. Wow. And I'm just like, I can't, like how am I supposed to explain to you that... Because he says all I need is nine millimeters to think and in the song, but he's it's this whole fucking thing. And like, I have to try to break down every single metaphor and the wordplay yeah. and all this shit. And then he'll come at me, he'll be like, yeah, but nobody, the GOAT, the GOAT, Eminem, greatest ever. No way. And I want to fucking rip his face but off. I, but I'll tell you something about Eminem. The first time I heard Eminem in like 97, when there was a dirty mixtape rolling around. Right. You were like, what the fuck? Right. This, of course. Holy shit. Right. Same thing 
when you were young and someone had that Wu-Tang tape and right. you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. Give me that tape. Let me buy love it. it. Still you love are, the Wu-Tang though. But I'm just saying, it was so revolutionary for its time. Right, right. But he's like the greatest ever, greatest ever, hands down, blah, blah, blah. And he's no all way. about, and he's all about, see me, I come from like the punk rock hardcore type of mentality where I don't give a fuck about how much money it yeah, made. Exactly. I don't care about units that were moved. Like, Jay-Z, I'm not a big fan. I get it. He has transcended sure, hip-hop. Sure. I get it. I'm not really a fan. A handful of songs, cool. I have respect for him. Not really a big fan. But I don't give a fuck how many records he sells. That, to me, does not tell me that he's the greatest of all time. Related to this, and this will make a total sense to you, related to pizzerias. Right. When I tell you, there when, you go. When somebody asks you, "Yo, what's the best pizza in New York?" Do you tell me fucking right. Domino's? I want to fucking eat but your no, face. But you're gonna say like, "Oh, the Forest, the Tonos, the Money Gardens, Grimaldi's." Right. right. Nobody mentions the Table Eighty Sevens, the Da Vinci's, the fucking other ones. Right. The neighborhood pizza wagons, the Nino's pizza right. is banging. Right. People only know the commercial joints. Right. Now the commercial joints are banging. Right. But what about these other ones that right. are fucking crazy? Like Pizza Wagon is fucking pizza incredible. Wagons, the, the pizza Wagon's the same fucking pizza since I was a baby. Yeah. Nothing, is, nothing has yeah. changed. And then they're, they're not fancy in there either. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Yep. And, and, but it's just like, it's like Eminem, the greatest ever. It's like, why? Because of all the units moved. Like, fuck out of here. Sure, hold on one sec. Yeah, there's somebody in the back cave. Yeah, but the thing is, when you think about anything in life, people are always gonna be told what's trendy. Right. And what's popping. Right. But like I said with pizzerias, you're gonna come and you're gonna tell me Spumoni this and Defar is that, this, that, and the third. Right. But what about the other ones I mentioned that right. are fucking off the chain? Oh, you can you say what's up. How you doing, man? This is Sam Sam the Sign Painting Man. Sam Sam the Sign Painting Man. The legend, man. the legend. <laughs> Nah, it's all right. We, we, it's, it's, no, we're doing a po- we're doing a podcast. I figured it was something. Yeah, yeah, we're doing yeah. a podcast. Yeah, we're almost wrapping it up. We're, you probably you know how long we're going so far. We're not anywhere near finished, Jimmy. We're, we're hour finished. and four we're minutes not, already. We're not even anywhere. And you're like, I don't know finished. what I'm going to talk about. So with that, so with that being yeah. said, with yeah. the, with the hip hop, the whole thing is, we listen to the music of drug dealers. Right. These kids are. Li- how many kids in the last? And I say kids. How many kids in the last two years are dead from drug overdoses? Oh, countless. Every other day I see shit. How many kids, well, how many people back in the late 80s died from drug overdoses? Not a lot. Think about that. They would get locked up. It's a whole new world. They would get locked up Jimmy, or someone would get shot and killed. Get into, and there's nowhere near as many kids as that. You get into now. a car accident, they prescribe you fucking opioids. Of course. The same opioids you got in your car? Yeah. Put it in a bag, you're going to jail. Yeah. For That's the same true. fucking thing. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Of course. That's the world you're living in. Yeah. It's fucking bananas. You bro. can't do you can't do you can't get your fucking script because you got hurt. Now you're banging dope. You're like, yo, I'm not a junkie. Right. Wait a minute, you're putting needles in your arm. Yeah, Wait, you are. How do you figure you're not right. a junkie? And now with all the shit that they put in the fentanyl and all It's that fucking right. easy street, brother. Yeah. It's easy street. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Big farm is the death. Yeah. It's straight up what it is. Yeah. But that's the thing with the music, you know? Oh, everybody knows Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls. Right. But I'll, I'll mention, I'm like, yeah, all right, but Sean Price. Who? What? like, who? Sean Price is one of the most amazing. Oh, yeah, like like this yeah. kid that I work with. I'm not going to mention his name, but mention the kid that I name. work with. Mention his name. Joey, the kid that I work with. But like, Hi, Joey, the I'm kid like, you work I'm with. I'm like, yo, man, fucking, like, Sean P fucking passed away. He's like, who? I'm like, how do you what not a, know what, that, a, what a loss. What right. a loss. Absolutely. What a loss. 
What does he need? Spray paint? Oh, seltzer. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> See, that makes maneuver. I was going to get it while you kept talking. That's why I was trying to show him the sign, the, the, the thing there. Show him like, what is he spritzing that, over here that, with his finger? That, 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 that's the seltzer. Why, why? See, he's got to use the thing for the seltzer. Uh, you got like that I would have got it, Thomas. I got you, bud. Thomas. Yeah, speaking of, all right, listen, you were talking about pizza and this and that, and your, your Instagram, you're at Tommy Holiday. Why at legendary John's Deli on Stillwell Avenue, why is there a sandwich in there you can order the Tommy Holiday? That's not the only place they got a sandwich in my name. It's not me. Party. I don't want the seltzer. <laughs> because when you, when you support your neighborhood... You get sandwiches made after you? Well, not everybody, but you know what I mean. I want the fucking Jimmy Blast furnace. I got your Blast furnace. Where, John's Deli? Maybe we go somewhere different. It sounds like it would have to be something spicy. But see, the whole thing with that, <laughs> I live my life a certain way. <clears throat> I don't shop in chain stores. I don't support bullshit. I spend my money in my neighborhood. Right. So with that being said, when you go to a place for a long time, I'll tell you how that started. John's Day was owned by a guy named Rob. Right, right. And I would go in there, and I would eat like a fucking Gavon right. all the time. So then he, he put up a sign once. He said, like, do not touch hot. And it was written horrifically. So I said, you know what? I made a mental note, and I came back one day, and I made a nice nice sign, do not touch hot surface. Right. And I gave it to him. He's like, oh, wow, thank you. You made that? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, let me tell you something. I said, you guys can't make fucking great sandwiches and have shitty signs. Right. Not in my world. Right. So he laughs. So then... You know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the other side so until I go home. I make him a whole bunch of little show cards and I just gave it to him. Yeah. So now I'm eating for free. I'm like, this is great. I'll trade artwork for food all the time. That's yeah. why I'm so fat. <laughs> so with that being said, then I, start, then I started doing it. Then he sells the business. These new guys pick it up. Yeah. By this time, I got signs all over the fucking place. They refurbished place. the whole place. Right? Yeah. So I got signs all over. So I go in there. I'm like, oh, you're the new guys. You bought the business off Rob. Ba, ba, ba. So they're like, yeah. I said, well, I'm Tommy. I'm the guy that does all these little show cards. He goes, oh, wow, really? He goes, oh, we were looking at these. We want to do some more. I said, whatever you need. Yeah. So I bang him out a bunch. So now I have signs all over that place. Yeah. So I was telling him, like, yo, I need a sandwich. Yeah. Like, name a fucking sandwich. I said, you got to name a sandwich you had to me. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So what, is, what is, for all the listeners, what is on the Tommy Holiday? Okay, I'll give you the whole history of the Tommy Holiday. My buddy Vaz from Queens <laughs> put us on to this 24-hour hero spot okay. called Cherry Valley. Okay. Back in the day. Cherry Valley was like a club. Okay. What, Cherry Valley where? In Whitestone? In Whitestone. I know exactly you, where it so is. So you know exactly. I know exactly where it so is. So you know what the Bushman is? No. TCS? I mean, this place is legendary. So anyway, the Bushman... The Cherry Valley was garlic bread, fried chicken colored American cheese bacon, and they used to put gravy, but I put honey mustard. Right. Because the honey mustard they had was crack. Right. We get them at two, three in the morning. There'd be girls in bikinis coming from the club. We're like, this is fantastic. We're hanging out here all the time. <laughs> so when they opened up John's Deli, when they took over, they were, they were trying to think of sandwiches. I'm like, yo, I, why would I want to travel all the way to Cherry Valley when I can make it right here? All right. So I spiced it up a little bit, and I made a Bushman into a Tommy Holiday, and it's available at John's Deli. There you go. I haven't eaten one yet. You need to eat. We need to go over there. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah. And we'll, and, and, and we'll sit there. I'll sit with Tommy Holiday, and we'll eat Tommy Holiday yeah. sandwiches. So now we got to go live. We got we to go on YouTube with that one. We got to video it. That works for me. So with that being said, you know, I've been going there for so long. Like, I do the signs for Leone's. I do the signs for John's Deli. I mean, me and Sam go all, we're all over. We right. go all over. So, we show them love. 
they show me love. They reciprocate. Right? Like we did a sandwich for Charlie down the block. Charlie used to own. We used to work at Artisan Food Valley. Okay. The food was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So now he opened up his own joint. Sam did a beautiful sign for him. So as we were writing the sign, I said, Charlie, I'm, I want. I, I need a sandwich on here. He's like, Sure, do whatever you want. There you go. So I made a sandwich in Charlie's too. I got a sandwich over there. Well, we got to get in there. I, w- I want a fucking sandwich. How do I? How do I fucking get a sandwich named after me? <laughs> you gotta go with me. You gotta go with me. All right, so we'll go. That's what we'll do. We'll pitch it to him while we're live on the podcast. Yeah, we'll see sure. how it goes. 100%. For shits and grins. For shits and giggles. Because this isn't even a serious thing. It's but yeah, the whole thing is, like I said, I live. I don't spend my money in corporate America. I don't spend. That's good. I don't spend fucking this, that, and that. I spend it in my neighborhood. That's good. I could walk anywhere in this neighborhood. If I had no money, I could. I know you. You give you know? me shit. I'll be like, I'll be by the school, and you'd be like. What are you eating? I'm like, oh, I just got something real quick from 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, What the fuck are you doing eating there for? You got this place over here. Exactly. It's true. You're fucking absolutely right. It's convenient. Now, you look, look, look at it from the bigger picture. You live in middle America. You move to New York. Right. Middle America is strip malls and bullshit. Right. Now you come to New York, and you see the same Chipotle and McDonald's. And yeah. They have fucking Chipotle and fucking McDonald's in fucking China now. But that's the whole thing. Yeah. You're in new places like Domino's Pizza shouldn't fucking exist here. You're right. Pizza Dunkin' Donuts should not exist here. Relax. Dunkin' Donuts ice coffee is Dunkin' Donuts shit. is garbage. No, it's not. Starbucks is worse. All right. I'm not a coffee guy, so I don't you can you can get <laughs> coffee off the planet tomorrow. Don't start shooting on coffee, bro. I'm not, but yo, check it out. <laughs> I'm only <laughs> I don't know if I took you there, Sam. I took Where? you to, to Peter Pan Donuts in Manhattan Avenue. Did I ever take you over there? Peter Pan Donuts. Peter Pan Donuts is on Manhattan Avenue. Peter yeah. Pan is old world. Been there for a whole, well, I don't know how long, but they've been oh, there Oh, you did take me there. With the yeah, little, with the little Polish there. girls? With the same, yeah, you took me there. With the old school signs? The donuts were all Let me yeah. tell you something. Jimmy, I'm not a big donut yeah, guy. They were off the chart. Due to, you know? You go to Peter Pan, you open the door, there's the aroma. They're off the chart. Nice. Oh my People buy boxes. They wouldn't buy one or two. Boxes right. of 40, boxes. not boxes yeah. of 12. Right. Boxes. Yeah. When you go in there in the morning, yeah. the smell yeah. of those donuts. I brought home a box and they disappeared. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, but, everyone should support little local but fucking hot spots. People eat Dunkin' Donuts. They don't know any better. Right. It's true. You know, I'm not a donut person either. I go into Dunkin'. I couldn't tell you the last time I bought and a donut yeah, sure. ever. I go in there, I get an iced coffee or a hot coffee, depending on the weather, and that's it. But think of it this way: I'm not like I said, I'm not a coffee guy. Right. But you got a, you got great coffee places on Third Avenue. Little Cupcake makes Illy. I'm not a coffee guy though. Right. But uh, I know people that love that stuff. Right. But you can get a decent cup of coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. I don't care for yeah. the donuts. Nah, me neither. But you can get a decent cup of coffee. Yeah. It's not bad. I'm a Dunkin' Donuts I guy. Think, I, think I, they, I think they're too high. You're a 7-Eleven guy, Jimmy. What do you mean? Not a 7-Eleven coffee guy. A Dunkin' Donuts coffee guy. 7-Eleven for like nonsense because no, it's, because it's 24 hours. It's it's right across the street from right. where I work. Convenience. So it's convenience. Convenience is always the king. And when I want to fucking scoot out and smoke a cigarette real quick and go grab something, it's right sure. there. When I have to escape real well, quick. Well, you got Nono's down the block banging. No, no, is good. Yeah, banging, yeah. banging. That's what a hundred feet. From, we speed paint those signs too. Yeah, yeah. I just painted the Gino's Italian Ice sign for them. Nice. Sam did the windows. They're good. They're good. They're good, good shit. They're great. Listen, you know when you don't have money, they'll give you food for free. That's the neighborhood that supports you because you support them. The neighborhood. The neighborhood. Good shit. You serious about that? Oh, I know he's serious. About I hear people talk crap. He's yeah. You see that seltzer that he just drank? You made it yourself? No, that's from the last bottling plant in Brooklyn. That's right. Oh, yeah? That's the, we do the signs for them, the too? The real deal. Yeah, sell some. Anything old yeah. school and original, I'm all over it. 
Boom, surrounded by everything Coney Island. Yeah, exactly. We paint all the Coney Island. I'm actually going to Coney Island later on with my girlfriend. Nice. Go and watch the fireworks and go 930. eat. 9.30. Huh? 9.30. Yeah, yeah. yeah, tonight, yeah. yeah, yeah. 9.30. Am I going to see you out there on Coney Island? Every Not tonight, I'm tired. I worked all day. I hear you. I worked all day, too. I didn't work too hard, though. <laughs> but listen. That's great about being union. Yes. <laughs> listen, we're over an hour. We just had came up with a really good idea. We'll do a part two. Live from John's Deli. I'll do. I'll go fucking live while we're recording. We're going to pitch the Jimmy Blast Furnace Sandwich. The Jimmy Blast Furnace Sandwich. Yeah, why not? Sure. I don't want the, or maybe the Jimmy Ferrari. It'll go good with the Nicky Santoro and shit. That's if up you there. do Jimmy Ferrari, it's got to be something fast. What's fast? You got to have something fast. What does fast something mean? You throw on the bread and you're out the door. Something fast. It's got to be something fast. Ah, all right. <laughs> ah, fuck that. Think I don't about know. it. We'll think about it. Think about it. They just redid all their menus, so I don't know if they can squeeze you in on this trip. Listen, they'll squeeze me in. They'll squeeze you in. I know people. I got a guy. I got a guy that got a guy. All right. I got a, I got guy, a, got a sign guy. guy, and that's that. See, I had, you want to, I'll give you a funny one. We were in Coney Island, right? So Sam tried to retire from sign pay. Those are Sam's signs up there, the yellow ones. Okay. Right? When I got those, I had no idea they were his. Okay. But it makes it even better now. So Sam tried to retire. So I go into a shop and harass him, right? He's doing vinyl. I'm like, fuck vinyl. I've got to do hand-painted signs. <laughs> so, so I got him out of retirement. We were in Coney Island, right? <laughs> so I'm friends with Charlie Denson, the guy who does the history thing. Okay. So I'm like, Sam, you got to meet Charlie Denson. He got an exhibit over here. He does the museum. So we're talking to Charlie Denson, and uh, I introduce Sam, and they're, they're going back. And so Sam's like, yeah, I used to do all the signs for Denny's. And he's like, oh, Denny's. And we go into his office, and the picture's right there. Nice. Those are from Denny's right there on top. Oh, no shit. So, Years ago, that's back in the 90s. So, so Sam, next thing you know, we're sitting in the fucking box, and Sam's doing a podcast yeah. for Coney Island History. It's all on the oh, no it's shit. All on the computer. I'll send it it's to you. The What's the name of the podcast? Coney Island History. Here it is. Oral As a matter of fact, it's here. Yeah. Coney Island History? Call it. Uh, call, I'll send it to you. It. Well, I was not going to say it right now, so if people want to fucking know about Coney, Coney Island, Island, which is very interesting. Yeah, Coney cool. Island uh, History, History Project. Project. Yeah. The Coney Island History Project. You can find that on, like, on iTunes. I'm sure no, if you go... it's right on the website. Coney Island, Coney Island History Coney I'll show it to you. I'm sure if you Google it, you can find it. I'm sure. sure. It Coney Island History Project. Sam cool. talks to the telephone. Yeah, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I'd rather type. It, 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 it does it. It brings it Sam Moses, the guy who parted the Red Sea of red paint. There you go. <laughs> Good <laughs> shit. So Sammy, Sammy, the sign maker. Sam, Sam, the sign man. Oh yeah, well, I was close. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. So we had a podcast. It was crazy. Nice. Crazy. Yes, it was about what twenty minutes. Yeah, about twenty minutes. And it's just about the history of Coney Island. No, it's just about Sam and his traveling with the music bands and then oh, no shit. painting. Yeah, because I, I'm a musician and guitar player. I traveled for years too. Okay. And uh, but if they got everybody, it's 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 some of everybody. It's everybody. Have uh, dedicated stuff to Coney Island. You know they have okay. stuff in Coney Island. Yeah. That's what, you know. You know what you should do? I did um uh, a podcast uh with the with the guy who wrote it. It's it's out on iTunes right now, but it was on the shelf for a long time. It's called Side Men. A long road to glory. It's all about like Pine Top Perkins and all these old school. Like blues players, like oh, okay. from like from like the thirties and forties in Mississippi and shit, bro. Wow. Heavy, wow, bro. It's called wow. Sidemen: A Long Road to Glory. It's fucking brilliant. Send me that. It's brilliant. Send me that. Here it goes. That's a media, but but let me tap it. Then okay, yeah. So you can see what the name of the podcast okay, is. Sam Moses. All right. And 
This Coneyislandhistory.org and just look for Sam Moses. Moses. And this is this was the group that I used to be. That's me there when I was 27. I'm 67 now. Okay. But this is some of the work, you know. And this heads uh, Denny's. I okay. Spent, I did that when I first came in 90. Uh, what? 98. Yeah. Cool. 98. Yeah. Right, so it's like a little added bonus for you people. Yeah. <laughs> so, and added bonus is some Coney Island history. There you go. So check that's that so all cool, out. So check that all out. Um. Do you want people to fucking find you on Instagram and harass you or no? Tommy Holiday. All right, at Tommy Holiday on Instagram, but it's on private, so maybe you'll Every get in. Every day's a vacation. So, may, so maybe, maybe you'll get in if he accepts you. Maybe not. <laughs> but he's only he's only on Instagram, which is a smart man you for only be, being on gotta, one you thing. You gotta be a part of the club. That's right. All right, listen, this is a wrap. Exclusive. Uh, we will do a part two. But everybody go to Instagram at Blast Furnace Productions and hit the link in the bio and subscribe to all the nonsense. All right? And uh, with that... Thank you very much, Tom. Yes, sir. Thank you. A nice meeting you, Sam. See a little impromptu fucking That's deal going it, 100%. on? 100%. Cool. And uh, we're over here now. Later.